Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everybody. You are listening to 830 WCCO. Chad Hartman off today. My name is Chris Eggert. I'm with 5 Eyewitness News and a little show called Minnesota Live over on Channel 5. Hanging out with you today, having a grand old time. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful weather outside. Looking for a record-setting temperature. We just heard uh, Susie say 54 degrees. So why not just, why are we even pretending that winter is even going to happen around here? Let's just let's just pivot and go right to spring and summer. We're in it. Right? Yes. I mean, Groundhog Day is Friday. What's the point? Who cares if Puck's Tony Phil sees his shadow or not? Because it's spring's already here. For all practical purposes. Some would argue who cares in general. Well, many would argue. <laughs> in fact. But let me tell you what. Local TV news loves to take oh, those shots from do. Gobbler's Knob mm-hmm. on Friday morning. If you turn on a Channel 5, I guarantee you we'll be, uh, we'll be taking a shot of old Puxatawney Phil being hoisted above the crowd mm-hmm. of drunken Pennsylvanians. Bunch of creepy old men in their little <laughs> groundhog cult reading poems. Best, one of the best movies of all time, by the way, Groundhog Day. I haven't seen it for so many years. I, I haven't either. I, I maybe I have nostalgic memories. Of I think it. you it might be good, but yeah. So we're moving right to summer. Let's talk some summer music, summer festivals. Big article just came out yesterday. You probably know who I'm talking about. His name is Chris Riemann Schneider. He is with the Star Tribune, and he's calling in on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Chris, how are you today? Yeah. Hey, Chris. I'm good. Yeah. We could we can almost have this festival today, couldn't we? Uh, I mean, right? Isn't that insane? The end of end of January. This would be perfect festival weather. One not too hot. Yeah, I'll take it. So tickets go on sale for this. Uh, the what's it called? The Minnesota Yacht Club. They go on sale on Friday. And you just wrote an article about it yesterday when the lineup kind of came out. Uh, tell people a little bit about the lineup. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a head scratcher. The whole thing, but but not in a bad way. But I mean, the the the, whole, the name of it to begin with, Minnesota Yacht Club. Is people are getting stuck on that. They thought it'd be like a yacht rock thing or something, but uh, no, there's there's no logins in Messina here or anything. This is a, it, it, it's it is very much focused on '90s rock at, at least to start with. That's that's what came out yesterday with with the the lineup they announced. Uh, the, the headliners are, are the Red Hot Chili Peppers. One day, another day, you got Gwen Stefani and Alanis Morissette uh, as as headliners. Gwen Stefani being the singer of No Doubt. I mean, those, those are you know uniquely '90s acts, and and then down the, down the line, you got uh, bands like the, uh, the, the Black Crows. You get the Offspring. You've, you've got our our local '90s hit makers, Soul Asylum. Uh, j- just a lot of lot of stuff in that vein, and and um, uh, 
you know, if for for folks of a certain age, it's 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 a pretty exciting lineup for young younger folks who who see lineups at, for festivals like Lollapalooza or Austin City Limits uh, or, or Coachella. They're, I think they're a little underwhelmed that it that it is such a an old timers thing. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you know, I guess there's a couple of Michiganders of, of, I guess I would say younger people's group. Uh, Dury, yeah. Dury's a local. They're they're local, right? Isn't Dury? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They yeah they put, they brought a couple local bands into the lineup. Young yeah. local bands in the lineup. Dury and and the other one's Gully Boys, which is really cool. And 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 actually Hippocampus, who like Hippocampus are quite popular. They they filled the armory. So there is some younger, cooler stuff on there, and there's some stuff that's not old um but appeals to an older crowd i'm thinking specifically of gary clark jr who's mm-hmm. I, I think just the one of the greatest guitar players and, and really exciting blues rocker guy from texas and uh, another kind of folky americana group called the head in the heart who, who are, are have had some radio hits and it, it's not entirely 90s um but it's the, the it's not the 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 TikTok crowd the 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 fans who get their music on TikTok, which, which a lot of a lot of festivals are skewing to these fans. This one did not for, for whatever reason. And I've yet to talk to the organizers since they announced the lineup and on, on, on the thinking behind that. But I I think they, they you know they, they they want people that they know are going to going to go to the concert that 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 can afford the the tickets which are are actually pretty reasonable for a festival there they started like 130 for a single day ticket and i think it was 215 for a two-day pass um you know they, they want to get a core concert going crowd and, and these acts appeal to that that kind of core concert going crowd people they know are going to turn out you're listening to chris Riemann schneider he is with the star tribune uh chris i i would agree with you the the um packaging of the minnesota yacht club festival is a little bit of a mystery to me it's it's on harriet island uh the the logo itself is like a steamship which doesn't which really doesn't convey yacht club either uh i I mean i yeah whatever i get we can we could get into that a a whole nother time i guess you just kind of touched on it it seems very obvious to me that they're they're going after a certain audience of people with this and I mean, is that because the, the that audience of people are the ones who can probably, although fairly affordable for one of these things, those are the people who could afford something like this. Yeah, yeah, and also a lot of us have kids that are of an age that that the kids will turn out even if it isn't uh, the the entirely the artist they want to see, and and um, maybe the, you know I think they do have long term goals with this festival, so. You know, get get the parents turned down the first year, and then in the coming years they'll they'll appeal more to the to the younger younger generation. Um, could could be part of the thinking. Um, and you know, it's it's um, th- these are acts that uh, haven't played uh, except for the Chili Peppers, uh, both Alanis and Gwen Stefani haven't uh, haven't played here a whole lot over the past uh, decade or two. So um, I think there's genuine anticipation for them for that reason. You, uh, in your area of expertise and uh, knowing, obviously, a whole lot more about music than than most folks, you think a, a city or a community, an area, a metropolitan area this size, can support a, a big festival? And it could, you know, th- this is a starting point, but you think they've, they've got their sights set on something even bigger? Yeah, that, that's what they say. I mean, Live Nation said that in 2012 when they tried to launch the River's Edge Festival on the same also on Harriet Island, uh, and that had uh, 
Tool as a headliner one day and Dave Matthews Band another day. And uh, they, they pulled the plug on that after a year. So uh, what, what they say may not, may not always be what, what, what's true. But it, I, I do think they wouldn't, they wouldn't uh, put all the money and effort into this if they had long-term plans. I mean, I think part of the reason that stuff hasn't, a festival like this hasn't taken off here before is, we, you know, we have so many other concerts. We, we really are get get with First Avenue and, and the, all the bookings they do around town being a being kind of an independent powerhouse here. And and you know we've got stadiums that 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 host a, several concerts a year, usually most of them. So there's there's no shortage of, of options. And and so there has been more competition for a festival like this. Uh, but I think something packaged like this together as a festival, I think there's there's going to be genuine excitement for it. I mean, it's a big, it's a big music summer here. There's all kinds of uh, big, big, big acts that are that are coming this summer. Uh, Metallica is one of them, which is a, a two day concert at uh, Hunt, what's, it, what's it called, Hunting Huntington Bank Stadium, US now? Bank. Yeah. The, the Gopher Stadium is how I always say it. Isn't that is that or is Metallica at US Bank Stadium? I'm sorry. Uh, no, Metallica is at is at US Bank Stadium. Okay, I was uh, thinking they were outside for whatever reason. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and then then you got um, the Pretenders are over at uh, not the Pretenders. I'm sorry, the Foo Fighters with the Pretenders uh, is at Target Field, and then you got uh, Green Day and Smashing Pumpkins doubleheaders also at Target Field. Uh, so um, yeah, there's a, there is there, there's and, and it's all kind of in the rock vein, which is I think another thing people thought that that maybe this the this festival is going to offer a little more diversity beyond. Uh, you know, beyond white boy rock, to to uh, <laughs> put it bluntly, and um, you know they got they got you know Gwen Gwen and and Alanis co-headlining together one day. I think is is kind of a cool spin on that. Um, but for the most part, it 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 basically is rock, and and that um, that's uh, that that might might pay off for them though. I guess this even seems bigger than to, to me than any summer of music around here for a while, even pre-COVID. It feels like there's. And an, an, an abundance of music coming this summer. Yeah, I mean, this is we're, we're still feeling the kind of the, the post-pandemic effect. Um, you know, last year was things really were bustling. Um, the, it seemed like everybody was started to go back out on tour, and, and it paid off. And, and there was genuine excitement. There is kind of murmurings in the music industry, concert industry. You know. Okay, people were excited for for the past couple of years for concerts. Are they getting burned out now? And, and whether the the scales are going to tip a little bit back? But uh, I don't know. I it, I I still see lots of buzz and and hey, our, our traffic numbers on, on a Star Tribune site when I write about this stuff. But the point to people still being very excited to go out to concerts. Well, I'm glad to hear that for for music lovers. Going to be a big summer. Chris Riemenschneider. Sure. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us today with Star Tribune, and uh, you can folks can find the article that he wrote about the Minnesota Yacht Club Festival, which is happening July 19th and 20th, on the StarTribune.com. So uh, good to talk to you, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. You are listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. Chad Hartman's off today. My name is Chris Eggert. I'm with 5 Eyewitness News. Good to hear from you. Thanks to all of you who've been uh, texting us, 651, or calling in uh, 651-461-9226. Always good to have your feedback, your thoughts, your feelings. We're all loving the weather today. You would never want to go somewhere. You'd never want to leave Minnesota on a day like today. You definitely wouldn't want to go to a warm no. resort vacation destination. No, you wouldn't, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even need us to mock him. He's been mocking himself the last week as he's been looking ahead yeah, at the forecast. Yeah, and sitting in the – again, like sitting in the airport looking out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaving a perfect day and going to weather. What was the weather going to be like out there? Not great. Not great. Not great. A little rainy, barely warmer than here. <laughs> eh. It'll, t- it'll turn around. Don't worry. Serves gonna, you right, Hartman. <laughs> we're going to get our winner. I have, I have every confidence we'll get some at some point. So I, I bring this up about uh, leaving town. This is the time of year where a lot of people like to plan some kind of a trip right in the dead of winter, a normal winter anyway. And uh, there is a place where many of you go. So, so many of you go. Beautiful Orlando in sunny central Florida. I used to work at WFTV, which is the ABC affiliate in beautiful Orlando, Florida, uh, pre-kids many, many, many years ago. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Living in Orlando does bring you a whole different appreciation of the Mouse House <laughs> and Disney. And You love it, I'm sure. I have, I have a lot of thoughts on Disney, but we're bringing it up because the Washington Post – uh, there, there's an article that came out yesterday. Disney trips are so complicated, you now need a class to plan one. <laughs> Have any of you out there ever planned a trip to Disney? 651-461-9226. It, my understanding is, now we went there when we lived in Florida. So we had a whole different deal. Mm-hmm. We weren't staying at the resort. We would just duck in for the day when people are in town, duck out. That was it. But if you're coming from out of town and you're spending a ton of money, a ridiculous amount of money (laughs) to go to Disney, do you spend a little extra to take a class to figure out the best way to navigate the park? 
Where to stay. More and more people are doing it. Mm -hmm. Because if you're spending that much money, do you want to waste two days just futzing around the whole time? I mean, think about that. That's a time is money. Time is money. And when you're in Disney, you're already going to be spending enough time waiting anyway. Why not figure out, I guess, how to wait the least amount of time? Yeah. I mean, I, how many times have you been? Oh, I could. I couldn't even. I mean, we lived there for five years, and every time anybody came to town, we would go out there. Did you so, enjoy it? At, at times. <laughs> That was a no. Nothing against the, the, it's just too many people. And there's never only, only a couple times a year down there. Is it really pretty quiet? And that's when it's considered colder in central Florida, mm-hmm. which would probably be this last month or so. Um, Cause it starts to get warm, warmer again in like February, March, where it'd be a little quieter. You can go to the parks and it'd be, it'd be a, a little more approachable. My kids were quite little though. And we never did the bit where we'd go on like all the rides uh, my mom and stepdad took them once when when they were fairly little, so my wife and I didn't get to take them to Disney. Uh, have you have you guys have you talked about uh, the family Disney trip with that very smart seven year old and I, that three year old years? I always used to think my parents didn't love me because we never went to Florida, let alone Disney. Re- you had that. You, you really thought that way about it. You darn right. I did. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I felt like I'm really missing out. You know, you see all the. All the uh, you know commercials for Disney World, Disneyland. Yeah. You hear of friends that have gone, and oh, okay. Well, we went on a ski trip, which is still nice, but I mean, it's not Disney. I was cold. You weren't cold. That's not fair. Uh, <laughs> but I get it. I totally get it. And my wife, um, just this winter, has brought up for the first time of you know they're seven and three. They still love their princesses. Oh, you're going. You know, we should probably plan a trip. You're going. I don't want that. You want the three-year-old to get a little older. I would like that. You want her to, re- to. You want her to, uh, a boy or girl, three-year-old? Both girls. Both girls. You want her to remember it, right? Yes. Although if she doesn't, that's fine, too. So like 10 and 5. See. 10-year-old will still be into it. I've got enough friends that have done the trip. Yeah. And enough Friends of friends. Are you going to put up a fight on this? Well, I think I might have to because, as you mentioned, the cost is ridiculous. It's a lot of money. Now if we uh, have to take a class to learn the best ways to navigate where to stay, which parks to go to, when, where to eat, how to do everything. I mean, I boy, it just seems like you could have so much more fun couple trips to valley fair over the summer (laughs) you know you can invite the you know disney princesses they have the you know the disney princess you can order for a birthday party they'll show up at your house for two Uh, hours that's a lot better than a short little meet and greet with cinderella and jasmine right listen i like the way you think i i I get you but if your wife wants to go you guys are gonna go well that's okay she's not as cheap as i am but i can at least pull at those strings but you know you hear about these people um and there's plenty of them there are plenty of them they're they're the every year goers. Yo, that, that's they're not insane. the yeah. yeah. It's not the hey, this is the bucket list trip for the kids. We're going right. to save up for a few years, and when they're at that prime age, we're going to spring it on them, and it's going to be an amazing family trip. It's okay. It's December, January, February, whatever it is. Time for we're trip. heading to Disney once again. Yeah. We're going to spend eight mortgage payments on a week long vacation. Because let's 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 be honest, mom can't get over her love of Disney from when oh, she was a child. You went there. I went there. You went there. <laughs> yeah, you do see a lot of that. 
Hey, kids, we all got to wear the ears. Do we really have to? Yes, you have to. Mom says wear the ears. <laughs> all I'll say about the, uh, the Disney and, and having lived down there and gone there a lot. Uh, we were there. It was hot. It was miserable. I think our boy, who's 18-year-old now, was in a – he was pretty young, still kind of maybe even a stroller. So we're pushing the stroller around Disney World. And we go to stop to get some eat, something to eat at a fairly expensive little, like, burger and fries thing. That burger and fries, 50 bucks. And I looked over, and there was a table next to us, and it was – the whole family was there. Like, chaos. Like oh, yeah. Kids of all ages. Everyone's just rah, 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 crying and carrying on or whatever. And I looked at the mom, and the mom had her head down on the table. Oh. Just plop if that didn't tell you <laughs> what it's like to bring a family to disney world that was pretty much the indicator for me i was like man that's happiest place on earth happiest place on earth <laughs> yeah talked a couple days ago with chad about Meltdown schadenfreude, how it, when you see another parent experiencing oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. child meltdown yeah, yeah. and you look at them and you can't help but judge just a little bit. Oh, for sure. You can't help but smile, knowing the meltdown is probably yep. coming from your kid soon, yep. but at least it's not right yep. now. Yep. That was me that day. Mm-hmm. I just sat there and I looked and I'm like, this. Ah, tough to be you. It's a, That's a struggle. <laughs> happiest place on earth. Uh, time is 131. You're listening to News Talk 830-WCCO. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I like the song. It took me a second. You know it's coming. I like it. A little cover. Nothing wrong with that. No. Good stuff. I, I thought I was going to be able to do a talk up there, you know, from my uh, country music. Hit day. the ramp. I could do a little hit that post. Do a little ramp. Hit that post. Hey, my name's Chris Haggard. I'm with Five Eyewitness News. I'm in for Chad Hartman today, hanging out, having a good time. Thanks for letting me uh, chill with you guys today. It's 651-461-9226 if you got things to say, particularly about your garden what in, and, and your yards. What in the world are we going to do when you look outside on January 31st, it's 50 degrees, and your grass is already starting to like turn green? At some point, the stuff in the garden is going to start growing. It, we're in a weird, we're in a weird, it's a weird, weird world we're in right now. Trees might be budding. Trees might be budding. Uh, I know nothing about this. I am a news person and a television host, but I have an expert on the line. Oh, yes. Called my friend Larry Farr, lawn and garden expert. He's on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hello, Larry. How are you? I'm doing well on this. 50 degree January 31st day. He's shaking my, shaking my head and wondering what's going on out there. 
I, it, I mean, it's a legitimate question, but it, it's also like, well, there's barely, there's nobody really has snow on the ground if there's any snow left. And you look out at your yards, and the yards maybe not even really turned fully brown anyway from the fall. I think we've had like maybe not even seven inches of of snow here so far this year. So, what, what from your perspective, what, what do you, what's this all going to do to our yards? You know, it it's actually really hard to predict what's going to happen because we don't know what's going to happen in February or say early March. So far. My best guess is that it's going to have little or no impact. Um, yes, we had some colder temperatures. We went down below zero, but um, not for that long. Um, some snow cover would have helped, but we're not really going to know until May or June. Um, where I do believe there will be a problem is uh, with some trees and especially evergreens that were not well watered. The bigger uh, problem that I see is that we were so dry going into the fall if you were not watering those trees in your yard, maybe the shrubs, this winter could have caused some damage with those. But overall, I don't think we're going to see a lot of winter damage, probably less winter damage this year than we did last year when we had all of that snow and just the winter never ended. I mean, that does make sense. It was a ridiculous amount of snow last year, and then the, the spring was, was so wet. But then things just got uh, so dry o- over the summer months. And I don't think people always, if now if they were listening to an expert like you, Larry, they'd know that they should really have been watering those trees right up until, right up until the the first frost. Uh, is, is there any? I mean, the ground's probably not really even frozen. Is there any point of trying to do some of that watering right now? I mean, if if your ground is thawed out and you can easily just take something like a a rod or a yard marker or something, try to push in the ground. If the ground is soft and you can hook up your hose and you didn't water in the fall, it would not hurt to do that. Um, trees are not dormant. They do take up moisture all winter long. So especially your trees and your evergreen trees will be very beneficial. Um, but with this warm weather we're having, um, what I've, I've got people already contacting me saying, my daffodils are coming up, my tulips are coming up, what should I do? There's nothing you can do. And one of the worst things you can do right now is put some leaves on top of those, put some straw on top of it. Because if we do get some snow, it's just going to uh, compact down. So the best thing you can do is just leave them come up and see what happens. They can handle freezing temperatures at night. So that 26 degrees, 28 degrees, um, they will be fine um, if we get that. So just leave that stuff alone. Um, you do not want to be out there raking your lawn yet. Um, you can go out and do some pruning on trees. So if you've got um, apple trees, um, oak trees, um, ash trees, crab apples, now is a good time during the winter to go out there and do uh, uh, some pruning on those trees if they need it. Now, not all trees need pruning, but if yours do, you can go out and get that done. Um, I've heard that somebody told me that some of the people who tap maple syrup are actually out starting to do that or get ready to do yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. Maple yeah. syrup might start flowing, so that's happening as well. It's um, Have you heard of any trees budding at this point? I have not seen it or heard that yet. Um, the, the biggest thing I've heard about is the daffodils those early, and tulips, those early spring blooming bulbs coming up on, say, the south side of a house where it's always a little bit warmer. Um, but beyond that, I haven't heard it. And I don't think we'll see a lot of budding of trees because our nighttime temperatures are still going below freezing by and large. I looked at the 10-day forecast and I saw a low of 36 about uh, a week or 10 days out. But we're still going. We're still getting colder at night, not as cold as we usually are, but it's at least going below freezing. 
Yeah, well, I, I um I thought it was it was pretty interesting to to think about the fact that the flowers are coming up right now. I, I guess maybe the the weather people will. I know that uh, our guys in uh, Ken Barlow were actually going to talk to him a little bit later today about the, the the weirdness of the weather. But they always say a lot of that is changes from the angle of the sun in the sky, and that's what triggers yeah. a lot of that stuff. So uh, perhaps the the temperature is not as an important of a factor. Right. Um, but something else, switching gears a little bit, that I don't want people to think with a fifty degree day that I'm you're suddenly going to be able to get stuff planted, say in your vegetable garden in your yard way earlier than you usually do. I mean, we are talking about now May planting, but don't let this warm weather fool you into thinking you're going to be able to do that earlier, especially if you start your own seeds indoors. Do your normal routine. Keep in mind that our average last frost-free date in the Twin Cities is right about May 15th, and that's when you can think about those warm season crops like tomatoes, peppers, eggplant, cucumbers, I'm putting them in the ground. The cool season crops like lettuce, spinach, peas, radish, they can go in earlier. But don't think that's something you're going to be doing now on February 15th, two months earlier. So don't be starting seeds indoors earlier. Remember our frost-free date. Keep all of that in mind. Uh, don't jumpstart spring quite yet. I mean, you know we're going to get we're going to get some winter no matter what. There's no there's no way we're not. It's just. I definitely go I, – I get, though, that people would be in the mentality and and would want to even start thinking about the, the, the garden stuff. But I guess you're saying know, pump uh, the brakes. Pump, Larry says pump the brakes. I say be patient. And I say this every year, all my years of doing that, growing on KSP, every spring, I said be patient. It's too early. I've just never said that in January. <laughs> it's – uh. Uh, it's it's definitely unusual. There's there's no doubt about that. Do you think the yards are gonna if things stay dry as they are and we don't get a lot of snowfall as you were talking about impact the trees? It's gonna probably be a pretty uh, rough start of the season for the yards, I would guess. Then too, right? Uh yeah. I think we'll notice in our lawns. Um, you'll start noticing damage. Um, evergreens take a little bit longer to show damage. Sometimes you don't see. The winter damage when they dehydrate, and that can take until time in June. Um, so that takes longer. But I think there will be noticeable damage on shrubs, trees, possibly, possibly evergreens um, this spring if you did not water last year. So uh, lawns will probably might stay brown longer. They might not green up as well, or they may green up as they usually do, but then quickly turn brown. So we'll have to wait and see on that too. But you know. April showers bring May flowers, so we'll have to wait and see what happens there as well. Well, Larry, I appreciate your time today, and I, I, I'm making you go out on a limb and predict to us exactly what's going to happen with everybody's uh, yards and gardens this spring. But uh, it's good to know so far, and that, uh, I guess the biggest takeaway from that is if you've got the daffodils and the tulips coming up right now, don't cover them up, right? Is that what you said? Uh, leave them alone. Right. Yep, yep. Leave them alone because if it does snow, that straw, those leaves, whatever, will pack down even more. And that indeed will cause them to suffocate. Um, but And they can take the cold temperature. So we just have to be patient here and play this out and see what happens. Uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting year. No doubt about that. Uh, lawn and garden expert Larry Farr. Larry, good to talk to you. Great talking with you as well. Have a good rest of your day. You too. And as I mentioned, we're going to talk to uh, 5 Eyewitness News Chief Meteorologist Ken Barlow coming up a little bit today about this. uh, looks like a record-setting day today, looking for a high temperature of around 54 degrees. We'll do that here in a couple minutes. News Talk 830 WCCO.
It is 151. It is a Lindus construction time check. Time to get 50% off installation labor on Infinity from Marvin Windows. Approaching the 2 o'clock hour here. Crazy warm outside. 51 degrees right now. Something. Did I imagine that? It was 50 about 20 minutes ago. So let's just go with 51. I'm going to say 51. That sun's warming things up. Hey, um... Blois just texted me. Yeah. Apparently a big fan of the show today. I'm glad to have Blois on board. I'm a fan. Big listener. Fan. Calls in. Now he texts me to give me some information, which I already knew um, since you had mentioned it earlier to me off air. But he wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Well, that was nice of him. That's a, it's a thank you, Blois. I told him I don't think you really want to acknowledge it, but well, it's a, I guess I'm going nobody, to make you acknowledge but, it now. But nobody uh, nobody has any idea who's even on the air right now because Chad's not here. So they're like, who is this person? And then to take up valuable airtime on uh, A3O, this, such a sacred, sacred place with my petty little birthday. I find it like, interesting, the birthdays we have here in very close proximity. So I think it was just last week. Vanita in the morning. I saw that. De Russia Jason had a birthday, right? Yep. They shared a birthday yep. with Neil Diamond. It's pretty good. Oh, nice. That's pretty good. Racklin' Rosie, get on board. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Meanwhile, you share a birthday with Adam Carter, who we heard earlier. This is exciting. 39. I, and I, you share a birthday with Justin Timberlake. JT. Who's basically our generation's Neil Diamond, let's and, be honest. And my cousin. Excuse me? <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Adam Carter and I have the same birthday. Adam's turning forty nine. I turned fifty today, which uh, it's that's a that's one of those birthdays. This is a big one. It it is. How do you feel about fifty versus forty? Because I turned forty in a few months. Well, congratulations. I'm not there yet. I liked forty because it. I felt like forty. I was like, I'm forty. I like I am an adult. You're in your 30s. You still sort of can, you know, pass that. Oh, they're in their 30s. When you're in your 40s, you're an adult. You can't get away from it. No, listen. Nobody's gonna t- like. I, in my head, I was like, I'm, I am, I'm 40. Can't boss I'm me not, around. You can't boss me around. Don't tell me what to do. I'm, I'm 40. 40. I'm a man. I'm yeah. 40. Yeah. It was, and I mean, I didn't. And now I'm 50. I just feel like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's oh, I, it, I it's it's. It's hard. I was going to ask uh, what your body feels like at 50 versus 40, but there's been a clear difference there. I mean, I don't have all my body parts now, <laughs> and, I, and when I was 40, I did have both of my legs. So there's that. <laughs> That's been a big change. <laughs> Significant. Significant. Uh, I, I physically, I feel. I think I feel fine. Do, do you do, make Do you make big plans for the birthday, especially no, a big one like this? No. And in fact, uh, on my uh, the show there at the Channel Five, the Minnesota Live, the show I do from nine to ten, that I thought we had a regular show today, and then they kind of hijacked it, and went into some some birthday oh, stuff, which I was, I was. It's very very nice. And and super kind, but and then it, you chewed uh, them all out after the show. Didn't oh yeah, you? I berated them, just Good. just ripped them up and down. <laughs> what did I tell you? <laughs> and my wife had some of her, our family like send videos and stuff. It was it was very it was very nice. But you don't care. I didn't get it. No, I no, I care. It's just fifty. <laughs> it, it hurts. It's it's a uh, it's one of those psychological birthdays. It's like oh, yeah, you're fifty. Yeah, but fifty is uh, the new thirty. Reason they call that over the hill. Over the hill. You know what I'm saying? Well, now that's funny you say that because I remember growing up and going to birthday parties for well, my parents, aunts, and uncles when they were turning 40. 
And that's when they brought up all of the over the hill stuff. Because I remember as a kid oh, yeah. seeing all the yeah. over the hill plates right. and balloons You're and right. napkins, all the parts. You're and right. Me, what does over the hill mean? Because I yeah. was little. And then you get, oh, okay, I get it. It means, okay. It's, I don't it, think 50 is not only just over the hill. I think it's like well on your way down the other slope of the hill. Tumbling down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop. I, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. I, but we had, uh, Adam and I do share a birthday with uh, Justin Timberlake. G- yes. Oh, that's right. Tell me the cousin thing. JT, who uh, could be my cousin. We have a Timberlake on my mother's side of the family and through her super sleuthing on Ancestry.com, which has made us all genealogists. That's right. We, we all have the world at our fingertips. She has discovered that uh, she believes that the Timberlake – uh, that we may be related to the Justin Timberlakes of our Timberlake part of our family. I'm willing what do to you just mean, go with it. What do you mean she discovered that you might be? <laughs> Listen, Because I could discover that you might be. The, 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 the <laughs> science is a little shaky on this. <laughs> There's been no DNA tests or anything. But my, my mother does believe from where our Timberlake uh, origin appears to be sort, sort of tracks back to somewhere where Justin Timberlake's family, Timberlake, and she believes in all her super sleuthing that there met him. may have been an intersection. Mm-hmm. So I, I will wait to get a, a, a message from Justin. Well, could you send Justin uh, maybe a little needle in a vial and say, hey, we'd appreciate if you do the blood test? <laughs> that would not be creepy at all, No, it? I'd be fine. Hey, cuz. <laughs> it's your buddy Chris from Minneapolis. Remember when we used to hang out at all the reunions? You know, we've got the same birthday and, and stuff. Yeah. I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, I don't think so. But you know what? I'm Well, he's, he's younger than I am. I was going to say, that's even more depressing. Yeah, he's early 40s. Jeez. Sorry. Over the hill. Well, thanks for bringing that up, boys. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, more News Talk WCCO still ahead. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 